Hello, I am Elias. And this is Masterpiece Classic. This week on a very special Lords of Grantham podcast, all the scheming and scuffling that you know and love about Downton Abbey, oh baby, it gets turned up to 11 in our very own Downton Mixed Match Challenge. Hey, we're back. We are. <laughs> we're back. Yeah. So it's it's March Madness, or well, it, well, it's all it's over. It's April now. Well, it ends in early April, right? I don't know. I don't know. I, it's the, also WrestleMania season, which is the more important. Yeah, thing. that's that's. You know, for those of you that haven't caught on by the lingo that we use, and if you follow us on social media, and most of you probably know us personally. Maybe I don't know. We have a big fan base. Oh yeah, all the people in Detroit that don't know us personally. Yeah. We're big we, wrestling we're, fans. We're big wrestling fans. And yeah. Downton has a lot in common with sort of the dynamics of a pro wrestling story in its soap opera. They're both soap operas. Yes. Yeah. One is extremely high production value and mm-hmm. the other is Downton Abbey. Right. And uh, recently the WWE has been doing this mixed match challenge where they combine two different wrestlers that you would never see together and they, they tag team against other unorthodox tag team so what we did here today is we combined characters that you would not expect so we took characters from the downstairs the upstairs and we put them into a hat and we randomly 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 picked them and we've combined the characters into uh their own team on a bracket that we've constructed if you go to our instagram you'll be able to see a photo of the bracket yes and we've divided it into uh, two sides. There's the Crawley House, and then there's the Abbey. Yeah, we're going to try and suss out, of these randomized tag teams, which is the most effective tag team. They, they will win the Kamal Pamuk Memorial Cup. <laughs> it's not a real thing, but that's what we're going to award Oh, it's, it is now. Yeah. And here's what we're going to say, since just like uh, Downton Abbey, pro wrestling is ever on our minds... Mm-hmm. The winner of this Kermal Pramuk Memorial Cup will be withdrawn from any further mixed match challenge or tournaments that we do, and they will be retired to the champion's wing. Yeah. Because so if the, we ever want to come yeah. back and do it again, and another team wins, they will face the, our champion here today. And and as we know with Downton Abbey, there's going to be more characters introduced as the seasons go along, so we don't have to worry about running out of characters to insert into this whole competition. Yeah, and to those that do know the show, we are trying to keep up with those who maybe don't, so we have only used characters that are up until this point, and we do have eight teams. Yeah. We are breaking down these matchups in three different categories. We have compatibility. Sure. How do these characters work together? How would they get along on a team? Mm-hmm. We have individual success. Yeah. Do so, we maybe have a Braun Strowman? Yeah. Who who can handle the whole heavy lifting by himself and doesn't even need a partner? Right. So, and finally, the X Factor. As we know with a show like Downton Abbey, you never know. Yeah. As we know, you never know. You know, they may, they may be good at scheming and scuffling, you know? They, they may be a Kevin Owens type or something, or a Jinder Mahal. 
No, yeah. They may have lackeys that do all the heavy lifting for them. Right. Implied lackeys is definitely a thing in Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just in the event that Corey and I do not reach an agreement, mm-hmm. we have our third man. We have our attorney. Yes. On retainer. He's a highly respected lawyer, actually, in real life. Yeah. So in case we don't agree, we have Kevin here. You want to say hi, Kev? Hey, guys. How's everybody doing? Everybody's about to be hurting in this fight. Just going to be some pain, some real pain. So here comes the pain. Do you want to break down this bracket? Here, I'll do the Crawley House side. Sure. So what we have done is we have come up with some seeds, seed numbers, mm-hmm. based on our power rankings up until this point. Yeah. And we had already come up with the brackets before we get these seed numbers. So It's kind of arbitrary. It is kind of arbitrary <laughs> because you know what? I don't know about college basketball. I know about pro wrestling. So. Yeah. In the Crawley House bracket, the seventh-ranked seed, Mrs. Hughes and Lady Mary. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, Thomas Barrow, and Robert, the Earl of Grantham. That's the sixth-ranked seed. Mm-hmm. And this is matchup number one. Yeah. Matchup number two, Violet, the Dowager Countess, mm-hmm. and Mrs. O'Brien. Huh. The All fifth right. ranked seed. Yep. And then the number one ranked seed and the and is fighting the number five ranked seed. And this would be Anna and Isabel. <laughs> Matthew's mother. <laughs> and that is the Crawley House bracket. What do we have on the Abbey side? On the Abbey House house, we have uh, in the top right corner Daisy and Edith. Uh they're ranked number four. Very likable uh couple. Uh, Cora and Patmore, they are the bottom ranking. <laughs> then in the other matchup, we have Bates and Sybil at number three, facing Carson and Matthew at number two. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's actually kind of worked out based on how we wrote, wrote this out for the most part, the bracket. So, you want to jump right into it? Yeah. Match one. Okay. Hughes and Lady Mary versus Thomas and Robert. Okay. All right. How does this work out? So why don't we break down the compatibility of Mrs. Hughes and Mary? Is there any compatibility there? Yeah, there is it's some. Yeah, I mean, Mary loves uh, Carson, and Hughes loves Carson. They get along very well. Without spoiling any of the future show, they're a, they're a team. Yeah. They, so they, is Carson like the coach? Well, he's then also in the competition. Yeah. So maybe the, he's on the other other end of the bracket. He's on the opposite corner. So maybe he's kind of wishing this team well. Yeah, yeah, he's got a sweet, sweet eye on both these two. So there's obviously some, you know, just they have good moral values, I think, maybe between the two of them, having Carson in their life. Okay, and what about uh, Thomas Barrow and Lord Grantham? Uh, well, lack of values uh, with Thomas, I know that much. Robert, Earl of Grantham. That's an interesting person because he has a lot of power in the household. He can do what he wants. Uh, he he's a he is compatible with Cora. Not what does that Thomas, have to do with this? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of his compatibility with people in the house. I mean, he gets along with a lot of people, but is it because they respect him or because he's actually compatible with them? You know, that's true. And actually, Thomas would try to impress Robert. I think if he had to work alongside him, that he, is, and he yeah he has he wanted to be his footman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or his valet, whatever uh, Bates is. Yeah, his valet. Right. Individual success. What do we think about Hughes and Mary? No denying their individual success. 
Yeah. I uh, mean, Hughes does is kind of a, a dark horse thus far in this show. I mean, Mary succeeded at killing a guy or helping him <laughs> get a guy dead, so I don't know. Um, yeah, that is true. And Mary <laughs> did succeed at alienating her cousin who was in love with her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she does succeed against Edith. There is that much. Um, but this is the seventh ranked seed. This is second to last. Hughes Lady ha- Mary is arguably the number two most important character in the whole show. That doesn't mean she's successful all the time. But okay, so Robert and Thomas. Thomas is not successful half the time. He fails with his scheming most of the time. To get Bates fired, he doesn't get it done. That is true. But yeah. he does. Doesn't he get it done? And then he. Oh no, no, he doesn't. You're right. No, no. But Robert is uh, obviously. I, he is where he is for a reason. But it seems like so often in the show he gets left without having a say in things. You know, he's just flustered that he didn't get his way or something like that, or someone else takes care of it. Or he's shouting at somebody. Yeah, he's shouting because he didn't get his way. He's very angry. Oh, man, this is a tough one. X-Factor, though. X-Factor. Mary does kill people without even trying. Her lady parts put <laughs> put people to their untimely grave. That's true. Um, but Tom, Thomas and Robert both have a de- definite X-Factor in this show. They have connections. Thomas is ruthless, and Lord Grantham is the Lord. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I, do you have a feeling which way you're leaning? This is a tough, tough corner. Yeah. I think I got to go with Hughes and Mary. I'm, I'm thinking that just because I know Hughes, she, she's smart with manipulating people. You know, she can, she knows how to tell people to go into a room and then listen to what they're doing. And then Mary really does a good job of putting her sister in her place when she told Sir Anthony that one time. Uh, and she did kill Kermal Pamuk. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. would be very fitting to see Lady Mary hold up the Kermal Pamuk Memorial Cup. That's true. She is doing it for him. You know, I was going to say that I think that Thomas and Robert are two very strong characters, but you do bring up a great point. Hughes, and Hughes does get things done. Hughes is a, a gr- in the green the whole time. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you. Hughes and Mary move on. Okay. Now do we wanna jump to the Abbey bracket so we can make this a little more interesting? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Uh so we have Daisy and Edith versus Cora and Patmore. Oh jeez, this is the this is the scrubs. Whew. This is oh, the man. <laughs> uh well, the NXT match on this card. Yeah. Uh the undercard. Uh Daisy and Edith are Compatibility, Daisy and Edith. They are is, Daisy, Are, is Edith compatible with anyone? Truly? Oh God, Edith? Uh, no. Um, Sir Anthony, but he's not on here. He's not. He didn't make this. Uh, Cora and Patmore, though, extreme compatibility. They are motherly figures. Patmore to Daisy, and then Cora oh, to geez, Edith. Oh, jeez. For a second, I was thinking Cora and O'Brien. Oh, my goodness. You. This is a. This is. Okay, Cora and Patmore. No, but they do have a fun little relationship when uh, Sybil is making the cake. Cora's yeah, kind of like, oh, yeah. this is fun. Yeah, yeah, oh, geez, yeah. I really screwed up thinking it was O'Brien. Daisy and Edith. I mean, Daisy is like the wet rag of downstairs, and Edith is the wet blanket of upstairs. So, I... It's like the wet dish towel and the wet like, like Indian silk. Uh, they don't really stand much of a chance. I don't even know why they're ranked number four out of this whole thing. Because um, Daisy did have some good times with uh, Anthony. Yeah, I mean, she's okay. But, like, Patmore whips Daisy... Like in terms of like things to do around the the pantry, and Cora whips Edith, her daughter. 
Well, yeah, they they know she like was it they're they're oh yeah they don't want they don't want her to bury them or whatever. Uh, yeah, Cor and Patmore they 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 own them. I think this they see, we don't even need to discuss this bracket. I don't. Yeah, I mean, come on, what chance? What's, they, what X factor does Daisy or Edith have? Their ability they'll to make people to, go away. Yeah, yeah. they'll put you to sleep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, we agree. Cor and Patmore they move on. All right, going back to the Crawley House. Mm-hmm. The number five seed, Violet, the Dowager Countess. Yeah. And Mrs. O'Brien. Ugh. Squaring off against the number one seed, the favorites, Anna and Isabel. All right, so there's been some boiling bad blood between Isabel and Violet. They don't see eye to eye. They had that whole... Um, you know, prior matchup in the in the flower competition, uh, Isabel uh, or uh, Violet still won that one, even though she awarded it to um, the Mosleys. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Anna and O'Brien have their own little beef too in relation to Mr. Bates. It's true. It's true. So this is probably the most heated. This is the main event. This yeah. is like the main event Revenge. round one. Hmm. Well, I'm thinking compatibility. Let's talk about Violet and O'Brien's compatibility. We know that. Violet trusts O'Brien in helping her find a, a lady's maid, which is what causes O'Brien to accidentally murder that is a fact. the baby in Cora's belly. Yeah. Anna and Isabel, both very good people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Likeable people. They do good things. And they see it through. They, yeah. Things just good happen for them. I, I just think Violet and O'Brien would be more ruthless. Uh, well, let's talk. You're jumping way ahead of these. This criteria we have individual success. Let's discuss Violet and O'Brien's individual success. O'Brien, not much. Yeah, she she uh, the only individual. She has a lot of individual failure. Well, currently where we're at, there isn't any Bates in the picture because of O'Brien partially. That is true, but there's yeah. also no son to Cora and Robert. God, God, stop bringing that up, man. <laughs> it's a big thing. I know it's a big thing. It's it's, it's bad. That's it's like just... Seth Rollins turning on the shield. You'll never forget that. That I know. I know. She it's murdered heavy. a baby. But the one thing is Violet is she's got her, she's been alive for a long time. She, she is. Yeah, she's, she's like help. she's the the John Cena. No, she's like the So she's like the Undertaker. Yeah, she is she, like she, the Undertaker. She, she comes back every time and takes another takes names and taking souls. If she's the Undertaker, who is O'Brien? Is O'Brien O'Brien's Kane. O'Brien's not Kane. <laughs> I think so. They're not the brothers of destruction. <laughs> I think they could be. So Violet is the Undertaker. O'Brien's got to be some like, like Randy Orton. Just doesn't give a <laughs> shit. Just does does their own thing. Yeah, just sort of like always, always slithering around. <laughs> She's a snake. She is a snake. Wait, and so- Anna and Isabel. Isabel's like like John Cena. I. I don't know about that. I think she, she Isabel is more like she's good at getting her her way. I think and being like a voice of reason. Is uh, she like Chris Jericho? Like she's tried and true for all these years. She's never left. Well, she, I mean, she just showed up. Yeah, but her quality yeah. of character. She's always been a good person. She's she, always been I, reliable. She reminds me of a macho man type. Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she, who is Anna? Is Anna, Anna's got to be? She's got to be. She's macho man. Anna's Macho Man <laughs> no, no, and no, Isabel's no, Macho no, Man? Anna, Anna's Hulk Hogan. That's what I meant to say. What? They are the Hulk and, and Macho Man, I think. The Mega Power? I guess they are yeah, the number one. because Anna's number one, and then, yeah, number two is Isabel, I think. So I think that's where it is. <laughs> so that's your... <laughs> yeah. 
They're... I think the Dowager has the skills, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, so so you're weighing in. You you think Anna and Isabel? No, I don't think they're gonna win. I think I think I, I think it's gonna be the dead man and uh, <laughs> it's and gonna the be, Viper. Yeah, it's gonna be Violet and O'Brien. I think because again, O'Brien got Bates out and Violet. She, she gets her way. I don't care. Isabel doesn't have money. Violet does. Well, the Undertaker and Randy Orton would not beat the the Mega Powers. I think it's Anna and Isabel. So we have to turn to our attorney. Yeah. To make the tie-breaking decision in this. Just to clarify, uh, Kevin, do you have uh, experience of watching Downton Abbey? No. Absolutely. I'm a uh, faithful watcher, and uh, I'm also a friend of the pod. I've uh, pretty much all caught up to date. And uh, I think with this particular matchup, you have to throw the seating right out the window. And you have to really consider what's going to happen in the ring or in the proverbial uh, grounds uh, of the Abbey. Uh, here... I thought that it was going to be a close match, but on further review, I really do think that there's great compatibility uh, in the scheming tendencies of Violet and O'Brien. That is true. And for that sole reason, I would personally favor Violet and O'Brien. Oh, they move on. Yeah, you know. The law has spoken. Sometimes the good guys got to take the loss to really, you know, get the crowd. uh, Yeah, that SummerSlam rematch is going to be good. Yeah, get the crowd reaction going. It will make you tune in for the next episode when Violet and O'Brien win. All right, so on to the final match of the the first round. We have uh, Bates and Sybil <laughs> versus Carson and Matthew. This is like this is like Bang. Daniel Bryan and <laughs> CM Punk versus AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. This fan is like favorites, fan favorites all around. All right, well we we got we got Bates and Sybil. Do they get along? Yes, yeah, Sybil. She she joined a movement. You know, to change, uh, get women's rights and all that stuff. She's out there, you know, getting along with people, making change happen. Bates refers to women. He refers to one woman. What? He, you bitch. What does that have to do with compatibility? <laughs> you just wanted to say that. No, he also says you bastard too. You bastard. <laughs> yeah, that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> he has a catchphrase. <laughs> Okay, that's the X factor that he can threaten people. Yeah, sure. Okay, and if this is actually a fight, Bates is like beat people up, grab people by the scruff of their neck. Yeah. Well, so is Matthew though. He's throwing fu- punches oh, too uh, at, at the the the, um, the revolutionary thing or whatever. Uh, Carson does magic tricks or whatever he does. Yeah, he's a, charming Charlie. He does the charming Charlie. Um, in terms of compatibility, well, Bates at first no one liked him, and then he got everyone to like him except for Thomas and O'Brien. So, he's a compatible compatible guy. Carson and Matthew, not compatible at all. Carson hates Matthew. Oh, right, because he doesn't have money and he comes from wherever and stuff. And, and uh, he broke Lady Mary's heart, in Carson's opinion. Yeah, that's true. This may be where this team falls apart. Yeah, they just won't be able to see eye to eye in this one. Individual success, all four of these people are... Well, I mean, Bates got shipped away. Because he was put in a position by his w- wife. Mm-hmm. Carson and Matthew are both probably m- more successful. Sybil's pretty successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I think this is got to be Bates and Sybil winning this thing. Like that is true. I think the total lack of compatibility between Carson and Matthew 
and also just baits aggression and at like threatening people. I think. And Sybil's like overall nobody nobody watches this Downton Abbey and is like, oh, Lady Sybil sucks. Everybody loves Lady Sybil. Yeah, she's fantastic. All right, Bates and Sybil. Move on. So the semifinals, we have on the Crawley House bracket, mm-hmm. Mrs. Hughes and Lady Mary versus the Dowager Countess, Violet, and Mrs. O'Brien. <sighs> so this matchup. Hughes and Mary, Violet and O'Brien. Hmm. Well, this is interesting because it's like Hughes and O'Brien, I feel like, are like opposite ends of the same, like. You know, of like the coin, like they're they're polar opposites. Kevin, the the stat boy, had just actually brought up a, a interesting, <laughs> stat boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought up an interesting note that all the underdogs in the card won. <laughs> so who's the ultimate underdog? Uh, Is it? Uh, it's uh, Cora and Patmore. Yeah, I think that speaks to the arbitrary nature of our power rankings. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what do they mean? All right, so uh, back to what we were talking about. That is interesting. Yeah. So it is the battle of the underdogs. Yeah, yeah. So Hughes and Mary versus Violet and O'Brien. Well, Violet's old, and Mary, I feel like, can override her and do her own thing. Like Violet's. This isn't a physical fight. This is a <laughs> no, theoretical I'm, Downton battle. I also, I'm just thinking like a battle of the minds. Like whereas Violet was used as for consulting, and Mary is like, I'm going to do this. Deal with it. Hughes and, so Hughes and Hughes and Mary, who are they? And we we didn't start wrestler analogies until yeah down. Lady Mary, Lady Mary is John Cena. Lady Mary is John Cena, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. Somebody's Roman Reigns. Robert is Vince McMahon. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. Uh, Hughes is like Hughes would be like a tried and true, been around veteran. Yeah, yeah. Hughes is like a Chris Jericho. He, that's fair. That's a yeah, good yeah. analogy. Yeah. And Violet and O'Brien. Violet. It's the uh, Taker and Orton versus Chris Jericho and John Cena. Okay. That'd be a real. I would watch that match. That'd be a good wrestling match. Yeah. 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 It would be. Hughes and Mary. I just can't think of like I'm trying. To these think are of two. These are two like quirky. You threw them together and you didn't think they would do well, and they did well. Yeah, this is not like an obvious choice. I feel like Violet and O'Brien would go for like an an eye rake on Hughes or something like that, or like snatch her keys from around her neck, pilfer. Yeah, 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 and then she'd be all in disarray. And then they'd also they you know what they would do? They'd spread the word about Mary's uh sleeping and killing a uh, Pamuk. They would get that information and put that out there. Hughes Hughes is the real X factor here. She might be too too timid. Oh, you think? She, oh, she's more like a Randy Orton type because she's the Viper. She'll get the Hughes drop is on the them. Viper? Yeah, man. She gets no false. <laughs> I she's a veteran. She gets to drop on people out of nowhere. I don't agree. Okay. <laughs> Violet and O'Brien have ruthless aggression. Yeah, they will get what they want. Hughes is sort of. You know, tried and true. She's she's never... Mm. Her highlight so far in the show is turning down a guy who wants to marry her who's kind of an old bum. So, And the other thing, so in terms of death counts, so Mary has Pamuk and O'Brien has a baby. <laughs> so there's that too. Oh boy, this is a tough one, man. Uh, I'm thinking it's Violet and O'Brien move on. 
I think let the rain continue. That's the Undertaker and the Viper. I think, well, I think Mary has the one over on Violet, and then it comes down to O'Brien or Hughes, and O'Brien has the up on Hughes. But I think Mary could get O'Brien fired. I think Hughes and Mary. All right. (laughs) Time to get the law involved. The way I see it in this uh, four-person match, there are three heels, or at least three individuals with heelish tendencies. Mm. Uh, When in doubt, I'm going to go with the two heels over the one heel, overtaking the uh, Mrs. Hughes. So I would side with Violet and O'Brien. Oh, moving on. So you're saying that Mary is a bad person? I think she has those tendencies and has the capabilities, as you've already indicated, of uh, being ruthless both physically and intimately uh, with an individual, but then also, I think, socially and emotionally with her sister, Edith. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is why we hired him. He has great analysis to bring. She'll drop the attitude adjustment on her sister. Yeah, yeah. So now we have... Cora and Patmore versus Bates and Sybil. All right, it's just this is moving on. We already know how this goes. Uh, I well, mean, I mean, we can't talk about it. So did we? Yeah. Cora, Patmore. Patmore came back in black, man. She, but she may be the taker because she was dead, she's, and then she she's kicked came. out. She that was the one, two, three, and then that just before three was counted, Patmore came back. She because she can see again, and hmm. Bates has a limp. But Bates can has, manage. Bates can manage. Yeah. That's CM Punk and Daniel Bryan down there. That's Bates and Sybil. Beloved. Beloved by the, the fans. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to Corin Patmore, like they really only moved on because they are against two wet rags. Did they, were, they really earn their place in this in this bracket? They were against Zack Ryder and Mojo Raleigh. And Bates and Sybil are like Yeah, you can't see them lose to to I mean Patmore like all she does is belittle people below her. So she's like, she's like Jinder Mahal. Yeah, yeah, and and then also Sybil is also. Oh, she's she's definitely Jinder Mahal. So the Daisy and Edith are the the Singh brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing too is Sybil uh, also doesn't listen to Cora, even though Cora tells her not to do things. So like Sybil doesn't, she does her own thing. So yeah, Bates and Sybil easily on the way up. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that was not a surprise. Nope. Oh, and this is like the perfect title bout here. We the have the bad guys versus the good guys. Yeah. Oh man, Violet and O'Brien versus Bates and Sybil. Whew. Um. Hmm. I mean, to me, it's not even a competition. What do you mean? Bates and Sybil are like the the greatest. Wait, are you just suggesting? Why? Do you think because Bates would threaten women? He's not above him. Yeah, <laughs> but this is not about wait, actual wait, fighting. So wait, no, I'm just thinking. What, if this is like in a wrestling match, do you think that Violet and O'Brien are sitting there on one side of the ring, and then Bates comes in there and just says, <laughs> "You bitch"? <laughs> Who does he say it to? O'Brien. O'Brien. Yeah, because yeah, he finds out about what she did to Cora. <laughs> but this is funny because Bates and O'Brien have bad blood, and That's Sybil true. and Violet are kind of. They don't really. Sybil flusters Violet because she's doing her. Yeah, Sybil. Violet is definitely the old school, the Undertaker. Yeah. And Sybil wears a frock. She's a nurse. Mm hmm. Or she wears pants. Yeah. And she's a. She has a romantic interest in somebody who is a a driver. Mm hmm. There's definitely seeds of a great rivalry 
an intergenerational rivalry there. I'm just thinking, like, I mean, what about, like, an eye rake where they throw dust in the eyes of Bates and Sybil? Because the other thing, again, like, you know, Bates can... O'Brien did that in the show. She she fell on his face in that first episode. It's like he's yeah. embarrassed. Right. No, because he went lame. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking also Violet and O'Brien can get interference from Bates' wife, which could really throw a wrench into things. Sybil can get interference from Tom Branson. That's <laughs> true. And and uh, Violet and O'Brien did beat Bates' woman. Oh, Anna and Isabel. That gives them some fire. Yeah, I think we have to maybe go with the fan favorites. I think the fan favorites would win this whole entire this thing. In a triumphant victory? Yeah, I think Bates and Sybil actually take the cup. Do you agree? What do you think? I mean, the more you talk about it, Violet and O'Brien are kind of sleepers as a very compatible unit. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. effective. Bates and Sybil are low. beloved, but in, this is not an individual tournament. This is team. But Bates is a brawler, you know? Yeah, but uh, it's, this is tough. He's a fighter. Sybil's a fighter. They're both fighters. They're both revolutionaries. Violet and O'Brien are just bitter. They're just effective... They are vipers. Well, yeah. RKO out of nowhere. It really comes... The X-Factors are Tom Branson and Bates' wife. And just general likability. Is that... Does that really... I mean, the crowd is behind Bates and Sybil. That's the thing. I think the crowd could power enough. Like, you can see, like, you know, they got Bates in the sleeper hold, and then they just start chanting... And his limp leg starts to... Bates! Bates! Bates, and then he just starts to get his power back, and then he breaks out of the hold and puts them down. I think, yeah, Bates and Sybil, man, they just gotta, they overcome the power, they have the power of love. That's true. You know, I agree. You, that's it. Yeah, the power Bates of love Sybil. overcomes all. And we have They the- are the winner of the first Kermal Pamuk Memorial Cup. I'm writing on our bracket. And for every future Mixed match, Downton Challenge. If there are any. <laughs> I, th- I had fun doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll come back. I mean, SummerSlam is a thing. That's true. That is true. So, yeah. And I think it's fitting that they get retired because... They're pro- they're kind of unstoppable. Yeah. They, they, they are going to go on a run after this. Or they're yeah. going to get, you know, like Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. They're going to get concussed to the point that they have to take three years off and you know, maybe never do it that, again. And that's just too much. Man. Leave for another sport and get smoked in 13 seconds in the first or, round. Or your wife comes back and sends you away and, and, you know, Sybil just joins a hospital and gets a job. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that happened. Yeah, that was a, hey, you know what? Was, if you guys like this kind of content, you know, maybe taking a break from the episodes, hit us up. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Remember, as always, didn't say it in the beginning, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Lords of Grantham. All We're all on there. Get on it, yeah. If you need any legal consultation, we'll put you in touch with our with our with our stat boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yep. Yeah, any predictions for WrestleMania? Do we have one while we're here? People always say, "Yo, you should do a wrestling podcast." You talk a lot about wrestling, and then I say, "I listen to like eight wrestling podcasts." I don't need a wrestling. Podcast. I, th- I think I need a Downton Abbey podcast to talk about wrestling. It's not impossible that Bates pops out from underneath the ring and slides a cane. Over to Randy Orton. Yeah, John Cena has been calling out The Undertaker and maybe Maggie Smith as Violet. The Dowager <laughs> Shows Countess. up. It's not impossible. Dung.
And then they start playing the Downton Abbey theme, and she just comes out there. Oh man, that would be huge. That'd be good. Yeah. Maybe. What if? Uh, what if Robert the Earl of Grantham is Braun Strowman's tag team partner? That's not against impossible. Seamus and Cesaro, the Bar. That that could happen. It's just a matter of getting these people down to New Orleans uh, to make an appearance. I think they're I think they're pretty busy. I could see Paul Heyman hyping up Mr. Bates. I could see Pat Moore down there, like cooking down there in New Orleans, like making, making some, some gumbo. Oh yeah, man, she's probably already Daisy, there. Right that now. means Daisy's there too. Yeah, she's working the kitchen with Kid Rock. Yeah, Kid Rock would slum down with Daisy and Edith. He, WWE he, Hall of he, Famer. He, lo- he loves wet rags. Uh, this conversation's taking a turn. I don't know. I, you did that. What? No, I'm just saying. Like, what are we even talking about here? Yeah. Yeah. We'll 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 talk to you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.